all he does is win. And like, if you're a winner and you know that you're a winner, winning's all you know. That's it. End of story. It's how you carry yourself. It's how you expect things from yourself. It's how you expect those that are around you to carry themselves. And this dude is the definition of winner. He's a definition of champion. What's going on, everybody? Josh Wilson. Welcome back to the Big Dog Podcast. Got my man Logan in here. Hello, son. What's up? Man, I thought I was going to be mid-yawn with the intro cut. No yawn in the podcast. Holy cow. I don't know where that came from. I don't yawn often. No? I yawn about as much as you sneeze. Never. Never. So legit, you don't think you sneeze? Nah, I don't sneeze. Then why do I say bless you every once in a while? You just want to bless me. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. So look, a little bit of a shorter show today, uh, but I do have a message for y'all. So I was thinking about this thing, like winning, right? So everybody at this point, unless you live under a rock, knows about Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes, or you knew of Coach Prime from Jackson State, or you knew of Prime Time from his time in the NFL or Florida State. I mean, Deion Sanders is just a bad, bad man in the best of ways. And so had me thinking, you know, how quickly... So he's at Colorado, if you don't know, but the story. He basically, he was at Jackson State a couple years, uh, took it from a very unknown program outside of HBCUs and made it a national program from a recruiting standpoint, winning championship standpoint, just a, a tremendous place, putting them on the map with the work that they're doing. And so you got that beeping, you hear that? Yeah, I think it's outside. The, the construction, stuff. they just drove the truck down here next to the building. That's cool. So if you all didn't hear that, just ignore what we just said. It's fine. So, you know, at any rate, Jackson State, he's there, national stage. I mean, he's getting recruits that would have never considered HBCUs, you know, previously for one reason or another. And man, they just killing it, doing great, doing tremendous. Anyway, that led to an opportunity where big time college programs are like, Dion, we want you to come coach for us. And so there were different schools recruiting him, trying to get him in. And he ended up going to Colorado, Colorado, who was one in 11 last year and trash for probably 20 years straight. Absolute abysmal. I don't think they've won crap since Cordell Stewart was there in like the 90s. I mean, it's a minute. Like Cordell Stewart was there. Like I was a kid. I remember being in school and watching them play. No, you don't know. You was long before you. So anyway, Dion decides, hey, I'm going to go to Colorado and we're going to do our thing. Brought a bunch of players, wiped out like the entire roster. And people were really pissed off about that. Like people started to get really upset about it. And it got me to thinking, I was like, all this guy knows how to do is win. He's won at every level of everything that he's been in, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's sports casting. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame NFL guy. He's got the gold jacket. All he does is win. And like if you're a winner and you know that you're a winner, Winning's all you know. That's it. End of story. It's how you carry yourself. It's how you expect things from yourself. It's how you expect those that are around you to carry themselves. And this dude is the definition of winner. He's the definition of champion. Now, the season comes in and everyone's like, oh, man, you know, at best, you know, they might go 500. You know, they have a 50-50 season. They're not going to get into a bull. You just can't turn the program around that quick. And the thing that I think people don't understand, Logan, is that he's not turning a program around. It's a different yeah, program. Yeah, it's a different, a different team. Pro- program. Like, 
he wiped that out, that losing mentality. And I'm not calling those kids losers. Like, I'm not doing that. I don't want anybody thinking like, damn, Josh, it's kind of harsh. No, 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 no. Those kids that were on that team, I'm not calling them losers. I'm not saying any of that. But all they knew was losing. The culture that was there was the culture of losing and losers and not being able to compete. Dion knows what it takes to win. He knows the personality. He knows the grit. He knows the work ethic. He knows all these things of what it's going to take to to win. And he's going to get it out of you if you have it in you. But if you don't have it in you, that's not necessarily something that can be developed to a certain extent. And so, you know, he's going to make sure he's like, no, you got to go. And he said, Day one, the first meeting is like, y'all might want to jump in this portal because I'm bringing people with me. And I think it was like 82 new people between yeah. coming from Jackson State and then other transfers. A lot portal. of people, like, he didn't cut, though. Like, they just left. Right? Yes. Yeah, I think they cut. And they cut a good amount, but then everybody else left. Yeah. I think they maybe kept two or three from the, the team. I don't know that they wanted to, to lose that many, but they left. And I'm sure they came in, and it was hard hard to hear. You know, you want to hear certain things. And so, hey, they're going to take their chance in the portal. And that's great. Go do their thing. But they come out first game of the season, TCU, who's a totally different team from last year. Also, with graduation, graduating athletes, people going to pros, things like that. But, you know, they competed for the national championship last year. Legitimately, they got beat by Colorado. Then Nebraska comes into Colorado last week. And Nebraska is a struggling program over the last decade or so. But they're not like a slouch football team. Like they're, they're a real deal football team. And again, just whip the crap out of them. And they're showing <laughs> now everyone's like, holy crap, this might work. But then here's the other thing that I noticed. Some of the articles, some of the reporters, now they don't like a little bit of the arrogance of the players, right? And here's the thing. Colorado's going to lose this year. They're going to run. They probably lose several times, but they're showing you they are who they said they were. They're coming out super confident. They're talking their talk. They're doing their deal. Like this is who Dion's been his entire career. He's he's modeling this and teaching this, you know, to his his athletes and his coaches. <laughs> and he like he wants to see everybody excel and win and thrive and do well. And there's a lot of people are like, well, that's a little bit cocky. I thought the atmosphere like you know, seemed like really cool. Like like don't they like not have captains? They have like dogs and leaders, like yes. Bs and Ls. Yeah, no, no, no. no I'm not saying inside people aren't like it, but like on the outside. Yeah, no. You know, but no. So yeah, they don't have captain. It has an L. So the two captains are leaders. So they have yeah. Ls. And then there's a handful of players with Ds on their shirts, and that's for dogs. He has JC on his sleeve. And I'm assuming that's for Jesus Christ. I don't know mm. if that's different, but he's got that. On, are you looking it up? Yeah, look it up if that doesn't mess anything up. But, you know, he's got that on his. So they just do stuff differently. But what he does different than anybody is how he connects with his team and with his staff and his coaches. And there is no sugarcoating. There is crazy accountability. His boys play on the team. Two of his sons do. But at the end of the day, the man is a winner. He is a winner. He knows he's a winner. And so winning is all that he knows. So when something goes sideways, it's not, oh, poor me. This was hard or we lost or we failed or we didn't perform how we should have. Wait, 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 excuses, excuses. It's we got to go back to work and we got to figure out what the hell we're doing so that we can get to who we are, which is winners. And so often people get hung up on this piece where it's like they loved the story of it early on. They loved the energy and all these things. To me, it was kind of annoying because it's like, oh, everybody thinks it's cute because it's HBCU. And I'm like, first of all, there's a ridiculous amount of athletes and programs in HBCU, but a lot of people don't know about it. So they're like, oh, look at this feel-good story, whatever, whatever. Like, feel-good story, like, this team is a straight beast. Like, they are animals. Like, they are athletes. These are top-tier athletes. like 500-something yards? Man, this dude, Shador is crazy. But, you know, he they, they make this transfer now to Division One, and it's like, okay, well, now you're here at 
division or whatever they call it. I don't even know what they don't call it division one anymore, but like the big time power five conferences. Now it's like, Hey, you're going to get smoked because you're not doing it how we do it. And I love everything about this. Cause I'm not big on doing everything. How everybody else does it. A lot of people are wrong with aren't big on doing things, how everybody does things. We want to do our own thing. We want to be different. And it's, they're doing it differently. Showing there's a different way to do it. And is it a better way to do it? I don't know if it's a better way to do it, but it's the better way for Coach Prime to do it. And that's all that matters. So when you're worrying about yourself, you're planning your own life, you're going to work at your job, you're raising your kids, you're you're figuring out what you want to do with your free time, you want to figure out what you want to do professionally, you're trying to figure out what makes you you and what makes you happy. You can't worry about how everybody else does that thing you're considering doing. How does it need to work for you? What works best for you? I think about this son the season that you're going through right now. You know, you just graduated in June. Most people where we live in our school district and all that stuff. Like, hey, they start talking about where you're going to college, like sophomore year. Where are you going to college? 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 What are you going to study in college? Where are you going to college? Man, who the hell knows, right? Like, you don't know. You're 16 years old. Who the hell knows? And you made the decision junior year. Hey, I think I'm going to come work for the company. That's what I want to do. I don't know that I want to go to school. And we were like, all right, let's have a conversation about it and talk about it. Meanwhile, most everybody else is going off to school. And even at your own like graduation party and stuff, you know, or people, you know, are coming around or, or seeing people. What's the question everybody asks? Where are you going to college? Where are you going to college? Yeah, I still got that question. Where are you going to college? Yeah, where are you going to college? Team JW University. That's right. Team JWU, baby. But it's like that's because there's only one way that everyone's programmed into and it doesn't have to be that way. And if there's only one way that everybody's programmed into from the start, well, no wonder everyone's fucking comparing themselves to everybody else because everybody's doing the same shit. Doesn't mean you're doing the same jobs. Doesn't mean you're going to get study the same things. But the path for everybody is kind of laid out the same. And you're this old. You should be in this grade. You should be in this class. You should be doing these things. And at this age, you're going to do this class and these grades and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. And sure, that's great. That works. But the assumption is that it works for everybody. And it doesn't work for everybody. And I'm not up here, like, feeling like I got to jump on a soapbox for Logan. Logan's good with his decision. And here, here's the thing, too. What have we said? Hey, you come to work for a while and you decide working for dad sucks. I don't really want to do this. What did we say? Figure something else out. We'll go to, like, uh, see if the college route's better or something. Yeah. Whatever. Like whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it's because what he thinks is going to work for him. Does that mean we're not offering guidance? Does that mean we're not offering support? Does that mean we're not giving our opinion if it's asked for? I'm not really great at waiting to be asked for my opinion. I just kind of give it. Sorry. But of course we're doing those things because we're halfway decent involved parents. But the point of all this is you got to do shit your way. You got to do it your way. Winners who know that they're winners do shit their way. It's the way that's going to put them in the most prime position, no pun intended, but to be successful and to move forward. And it's just time and time again, this guy, wherever he goes, wherever he walks into, he's going to win and he's going to execute at a high level. And like, that's the part where it trips me out. It's like winners, they don't crumble to challenges. They don't quit when things are hard. Winners don't stop when they've lost, right? Like most people, if we look at their lives and we would say, hey, that person's a champion, that person's a winner. They have probably lost, not been a champion or a winner way more 
than they ever won. Because like winning is hard. Being elite is hard. And when you got someone who's elite at everything they do over and over and over and over again, man, damn it, you better stop and pay attention. Because like there's favor on that individual's life. There's something in their life and their work ethic. There's some, there's lessons that people can take. And so when people start coming in right now and they start hating a little bit and throwing some shade at Colorado or, or Dion or whatever, like, man, can we just take a second and recognize what's happening? Like this is tremendous. And what if what they're doing there does work and it works really, really well? And what if it's a better way to build a program than we've done for 150 years? Like the game has changed. College athletics as a general has changed. Could it be that maybe how you go to a program and rebuild looks very different? Just tear everything it, down and then tear, yeah. bring everything new, I guess. Yeah. We, 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 he's like, rebuild? Yeah, no problem. But, but also, we're not just painting. But also, who else like can recruit that many people? Like That's Deion Sanders. Like Not a lot of people can just like show up to a college and all the players want to come and play for them. Well, I think there's a lot of players, though. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, this guy's famous. Like, yeah. the coach is famous. He's, he's such a personality. I mean, he's world famous, right? Of course, yes. Like, oh, man, this coach. But at the same time, I think he's hard as shit on these players. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't tolerate nothing. I mean, they got to wear stuff certain way. They they got to show up. Like, there is no late. There is no phones. There is, like, they can't just wear whatever they want to wear. Like, it is extra. Dion is extra across the board. He is extra. But, yes, people want to come play, but I think one of the reasons so many of those kids quit and left Colorado is because what it takes to play for him. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, if I see a team of dudes who want to play with him and play for him, man, these are dudes I don't want to go up against because these people can work. These dudes can do work. And they and you know he's not taking he's not allowing half ass effort. They're gonna lose this season. There's gonna be better football teams, but they're gonna be a million times better. I never bought into this shit. They were gonna be five hundred or below. I'd be I mean, like, cause the guy just wins. He wins, and winners figure out a way to win because they'll die before they become a loser. Yeah, they're not gonna quit. They're not gonna stop. There was something happened on Saturday in their game. So or no. This was against TCU. I'm sorry. So two weeks ago now, running back for the other team for TCU, this dude Sanders, his last name is the same thing as, as, as Dion's, And he got hurt and Dion went out there on the field. And you don't normally see when someone's hurt, like maybe if it's something like really tragic, you'll see like other coaches come out or something. But this wasn't that type of deal. But Dion went out there. The other coaches out there, the training staff's out there. And Dion's like talking to the kid. Like you never see that. Well, he knew the kid because he had recruited the kid. The kid was thinking about coming to, to Colorado. He was a running back at Alabama. I think. And so he's out there and he's the other team. TCU's coaches out there. Dion's out there. The support staff's out there. And the kid's laying on the ground and you see Dion talking to him. He's like leaning over, talking to him, talking to him, talking to him. And he's hyping him up. And he's like, look, man, I didn't know this at the time, but it came out a couple days ago. I heard about this. What he was telling the kid was like, look, man, you're good. Get up. You got to get back in there. If you don't get in there, they don't stand a chance against me. They don't stand a chance against us. If you don't get in there and play for them, you're a bad man. You got to get in there. Yeah. Dion's laughing while around. He hugs the other coach. They're laughing. They share a couple words. Kid pops up. He comes back and plays. He didn't heal him. He didn't nothing. But this is the type of dude he is. Like he doesn't. And what type of person are you? Right. You're, you're listening. You think about your business and, and your work and, and stuff like do you measure yourself against those who are, who are OK? Do you measure yourself and think you're the man or the woman in your role because you're doing the better than the worst or are you continuously outperforming the best? 
He wants to win that game. He 100% believes they're going to win that game. He believes they're capable of winning that game. But he doesn't want to beat you at your worst. He wants to beat you like he when wants they're to, playing their best. He wants to yeah. beat you at your best. There's no excuses. I don't want to hear this bullshit about, oh, well, so-and-so was out or so-and-so was hurt. No, no, no. The man is a winner, and he wants there to be no doubt that they won. That they whooped you. And I thought that was so cool. Like, yes, he is encouraging that kid. He's loving on that kid, showing love for that kid. But the, the other part of that at the same time is, like, hey, man, you got to go. Now, obviously, if he was hurt, hurt, like he'd looked out for him because he does that with his players. Right. And, you know, here's another thing. You win in one area of your life, you should win across the board. His all world receiver and defensive back, Travis Hunter, that dude was hurt. He was hurt back when they were at Jackson State. He would not let him play. He would not let him play. And Hunter's pissed. Like, he wants to play because he's a competitor, right? But he's looking out for him. He's like, you can't go. You cannot go. You cannot go. Bigger picture. Like, he's thinking big picture, long term for this kid because he's a special kid, right? So he's not willing to endanger him just so they can win that game. Because he's also able to understand what winning for these athletes really means, right? Am I developing you to be a great man? Am I developing you to be a great husband and father, a great employee, a business owner, a contributing member of society? Do you represent this school well? Do you represent your family well? Do you represent yourself well? Do you represent the team well? Like these are all things that he's dialed in and focusing and teaching people on. And so, yeah, I want to beat you. I want to beat you at your best. I'm not going to sacrifice the well-being of my family in order to do that. He's looking out for them. Like he's winning in that area of development as well as winning in the area of the coaching and leadership. Like he's a leader. He is a winner. Winners, when you know you're a winner, you find a way to win. You can't help it. You can't help it. So if you feel like you're always losing. Maybe you're just not a winner. Maybe you are a loser. And I don't mean that to hurt feelings or anything, but like if all you do is lose, you either accepted the fact that nothing ever works out for me. And I mean, that's a loser mentality. And then you wonder why bad shit always happens because you're, you're forcing it. You're creating this loser lifestyle to happen to you. I don't think of myself as a loser. Like I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. That doesn't mean I don't lose. Doesn't mean I don't get my freaking teeth kicked in. Doesn't mean I don't fail. Doesn't mean I don't screw up. Doesn't mean I don't have days where I'm like, oh shit, how are we going to pull this off? But I know that's not my purpose. I know that that's not who I am. That's just a moment. And some moments, some seasons last longer than others. But every day I go and fight and I compete with the expectation that I'm going to be victorious, that I'm going to win because I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Losers think I'm just always going to lose. Winners lose and they figure out the lessons they can extract from that so they don't lose in that way again. Losers just like, well, of course that happened. Of course that didn't work out for me. Of course I didn't get the raise. Of course I didn't get the promotion. Of course I didn't get the job. Of course I got a flat tire. Of course it's raining on my day off. Of course I burnt my food. Of course I, I dropped my phone and broke the screen. Of course, man, shut up. Like, stop it. Stop it. Of course I dropped my thousand dollar phone and broke the screen. You have a thousand dollar cell phone in your hand. You woke up today. You have a family, right? Whether you're close with everybody or not, there's somebody you got. You got a friend. You got a sibling. You got, there's somebody you got, right? And if there isn't, maybe it's because you run around acting like freaking Eeyore all the time. No one wants to be around that shit. And so it's like winners win because they know they're winners and losers lose all the damn time because they know they're losers and they accept the fact that they're losers. But you don't have to be. Someone who's a winner isn't just going to become a loser. I believe winners that become losers just across the board, they were losers the whole time. They just got lucky a couple of times. They weren't really winners. But if losers can change that mindset, they can get around different people. They can get onto a winning team, be around some positivity, see a couple of good things happen in their life, get a little taste of it. And I think losers can 
fucking fight out of it. But it's a hell of a lot easier to stay a loser than it is to do the work to start becoming a winner on a regular basis. And so unfortunately, most people are going to choose that easy road and just stay in the that losing mentality. That makes sense? You know anybody like that? Yeah, yeah but I think both are hard. You just have to choose which hard because both are hard. There's going to be hard different ways. Like being a loser and being like sad about yourself and everything is really hard too. Yes. But, or you can choose to do the hard things and then you don't feel that way. No, I mean, that's a really good point. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would think thinking you suck all the time is, is hard. Yeah, so you just choose. I would say it's harder than hyping yourself up, you know? Yeah. Because you're just like, damn, that beats you up. But, but man, think about it. Think about your friends. Think about, like, not specifically your friends, but like people you know, people you went to school with, people you've seen come and go out of our lives, you know, over your lifetime, like with our family and stuff. Man, some people are just going to choose. They like the chaos. They like the failure. They like the, the disappointment. They like, I don't know. To your point, everything's a damn struggle. What are you struggling for? I want to be struggling to, to win more, to impact more, to influence more. I don't want to struggle to keep lights on, right? Like, but you can make a lot of choices to where you that's your struggle. Well, Josh, some people don't have any control over that. I don't know. I think people do have control over that. I think people I do have control over that. And that doesn't mean life doesn't throw circumstances at you where there's moments of difficulty. I've been there. I've been there. Mom, can you pay this light bill? Ma, can you pay this gas bill? So we got hot water for the babies. Like, I mean, it, like these are real things, you know, that happen. And, but they're seasons. They're seasons. It's not forever. And you suck in it forever. You accept it as forever. And so, you know, it just, the message today is if you know that you're a winner, you're going to win and you're going to do whatever it takes to win. And you're winning in all areas, not just one. And you, you almost can't help it. And so if, if you're not paying attention to what's happening in Colorado, you know, maybe read an article once a week, listen to a, a pregame talk from Coach Prime. I mean, it'll, it'll, if it doesn't make you smile, like you're a broken person. It Because it's passion. You know, people watch the news all the time. They watch these politicians. They watch all this crap and listen to all these things. Man, turn that shit off. If you take five minutes a week and watch that bullshit, for two weeks, don't watch that. And instead, spend those five minutes listening to Coach Prime's like pregame speech. Play me my theme music. Yeah, play me my I would Play have me my darn the, theme music. If I knew that's what we were doing today, talking about this, I would have had that as the outro. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it edited okay. on the back end. That would be hot, though. But that's the thing, man. It's like it's it's mentality. It's making decisions to make shit right. And if you're if you're not a winner, if you want to be, start making decisions that winners would make. Make the choices that winners would make. Stop accepting less than winning. Stop accepting less than giving your best. Stop accepting less than the best for your life and your family's life. And just go out there and win. Now give me my darn theme music. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Ah. Oh, oh. Hey, I'm trying to get Okay, 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 okay,